transmission is coming to you. This transmission is coming to you. This transmission is coming to you. Welcome to your deep dive for truth. Everyone out there is searching for the truth, but sometimes the truth hurts. It can have repercussions that are detrimental to the health and safety of you and your family. The first thing all truthers need to know is that the system will always try and discredit the information provider when said provider start informing the general population and get too close to the truth. Therefore, the Deep Dive for Truth team will be wearing their COVID masks to ensure we stay safe and anonymous while providing the opinions or facts that some of you may have never heard before. The desire for truth runs deep in all truthers. If you want to know more, join us on our Deep Dive content and support the Deep Dive for Truth team with your positive responses only. Any negative response is not appreciated. Red pill or blue pill, this choice is for real. Reality is here. Would you like to know more? Welcome to Deep Dive for Truth. Welcome to Deep Dive for Truth. This is the Deep Dive for Truth team, Big T for Truth. And uh, I've got uh, MC on the mic. How you doing, MC? Doing pretty good today. How are you? Just wonderful, just wonderful. A lot of things happen in the world these days. And uh, we've gone over some episodes here and our deep dives have covered a lot of stuff. And in our other uh, episodes, even without the deep dives, have covered a lot of stuff. So I'm glad that people are following us. And uh, we're like, uh, I think, 11 countries now. Uh, podcasts, many different podcast channels, which is awesome. You know, uh, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, you know, uh, YouTube. We're on that. Twitch TV, we're doing on Saturday nights at 11 Eastern Standard Time, U.S. We also have our Patreon uh so if you become a patron, that'd be great. And our website's up. So it's ready to rock and roll uh, when you guys want to become Truth Ambassadors and uh, join the Federation of Truth. And we'll, uh, we'll grow into a, a nation or a worldwide conglomerate that can push the system around, make the human uh, race, the species, uh, fight for its survival. That's right. Yeah. What are we talking about today? We went from... Aliens, uh, the alien agenda, which was depopulation um, and control and basically farming us out, you know, use, utilizing us and abducting us and doing all this stuff. So, but in part of that treaty and that deal that was going on there, they set up a hierarchy of uh, people that on the human side that are like uh, in control. Some people say they're reptilians, uh, hybrids or mixtures. It's kind of interesting. So going from, we're going to kind of like transition into the human agenda, which people say, Phil Snyder said, it's one and the same, the alien agenda and human agenda, uh, new world order, uh, is to depopulate the earth or to get it to a manageable size. So a little background as to things I've seen over the years, <clears throat> uh, Agenda 21 from the United Nations actually speaks about depopulating the world, that the number one threat to humankind is overpopulation because we don't have enough resources. Oh, so, so it's like a Avengers-Thanos Yeah, kind, kind of, but not, you know, he was 50%. So that was kind of like, yeah, it, it's, it's funny how you say that because a lot of these things in the media or in movies or things put out, um, the Illuminati and the world powers have a rule to follow in that they have to put out the truth, even if it's in a sci-fi or a story or whatever, even in a cartoon like The Simpsons, which everybody's like saying, hey, you know, predicting the future. Um, so if they do that, then that meets their own criteria of, hey, we, we warned you, <laughs> you know, and because you didn't listen, we're just going to do what we're going to do without anybody controlling it. But yeah. Good point. I didn't think about that. That's, that's probably how they're uh, getting that message out there. Um, but Agenda 21 talks about, you know, overpopulation. And I just learned, uh, well, Phil Snyder said in that the agenda was to depopulate the earth by 95% by the year 2029. And I just heard about just recently uh, Agenda 30. And the UN Agenda 30 is basically to have us... Um, depopulated, which is kind of crazy that Phil Schneider said by 2029 that they'd have us depopulated. Um, and that Agenda 21 talks about 
the year 2021 is they're going to start to reduce the numbers uh, of mankind, of the human species. And lo and behold, we have a p- pandemic in 2020. Right. And they're saying, hey, come get all these shots and vaccines, which you know what, if you feel like your immune system is weak, if you feel like this is something that you can go ahead and do, uh, being min- basically minimized in testing and do whatever, whatever, it's your human body. You're, we all are free to make our own choices. Right. And so I get that. And some people will get the vaccinations and, and whatnot. But I'm not saying that they're going to do anything to harm you. But I'm not. I'm just saying it's lining you up to possibly. There's a there's a chance. <laughs> well, not just that, but let's just say that eventually they do want to do this. Yeah. And you, you oh no, we have another pandemic, something really scary, and people are just oh okay, and they turn on the agenda twenty one button. Right. It's uh, you're kind of trained to to do it already. Yeah. Yeah, and the other thing is, is like people are lining up. Go ahead, take my temperature. Put that gun-looking thing to my head, willingly. And someday that might be a, a cattle prod, or what? Well, not a cattle prod, but a, you know, one of those things that kills the cows. Right, or uh, something to brainwash you, or or, or or yeah, or or mind wipe you, whatever. But anyway, that's in black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knows what? Um, but, and, you know, I've heard a lot of problems. There's been problems with the vaccines. The top scientists say that um, the year, uh, the the fastest they've ever done it was seven years with all the testing and properly doing it. And the average was 20 years. And here they roll it out in a year and a half. Now, I know that they've probably been working with coronavirus type stuff ahead of time. So yeah. we'll give them a little bit of leeway. But a year and a half or, you know, a year, that's that's pretty quick. When it comes down to it, the world powers are also planning on. Uh, they've CDC actually has a contingency for zombie apocalypse, which you think that's a joke, and you think it's in the movies, and nobody's paying attention to this stuff, but it's actually an official situation. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so, I saw I saw this obviously on Netflix this documentary. Um, it's a uh, well, less not so much a documentary as it is a show. Just just called Explained. I was watching it with my roommates, and we were on one that had to do with pandemics. Yeah. And this came out, like, in 2018 or whatever. And so the only pandemics they had to go off of for reference was, like, the swine flu, like, H1N1, and the bird flu and things like that. Yeah. And uh, actually seeing the way the vaccines that they're, like, the way that they kind of make them is uh, pretty interesting. They give you, like, the proteins from like the flu that is like in the air to get your body to fight the fight the flu the flu they give you dead viruses right and your immune system kicks on and it starts attacking this stuff and and so what it does is it heightens your immune system so you can fight off stuff so speaking of that the the swine flu yeah it was super eerie though like because we were watching it during the pandemic this pandemic and we're like oh and bill gates was in it too and he was like saying like, oh yeah, the biggest threat to like this world is yeah. pandemics and stuff like that. Oh yeah. It was just like kind of eerie thinking that this was made a couple of years ago. Yeah. So um, back in the 90s, uh, they were talked about the swine flu injections yep. because there was the swine flu scare. <clears throat> 40 million people were injected. 4,000 people died from it that were recorded that actually sued the pharmaceuticals on the government. It was actually on Dateline. Um, and then there was uncounted amount of people that had other injuries from reactions. But they don't know because not everybody reported it because you probably didn't connect the two. You know, the whole thing about vaccines is, is you know, my my personal belief is that, hey, let's wait a while and see what happens. You know, and if it's like polio shot and things are going good. And let us, I mean, because basically they're, they tested 30,000 people out of... 8 billion people, that's a super small percentage, and you're not going to see the mass quantities of issues or whatever. But that's still, again, going back to lining people up for the future, maybe not this round, but to where you're willing to just blindly believe that this is going to save us, you know. Um, And and that's okay if that's what you believe and what you want to do. That's just great. Um, Who knows if, I mean, not to 
You could be the other side. Yeah. yeah, not to be down on anyone who's lost someone to, to COVID or no. possibly anything like that, but who knows if it is a real disease and what they're giving us is something to fight it, you know. Right. So what we're going to go over some of this tonight is um, they talk about how they're, how they're going to, they, some doctors and scientists uh, let out how they're going to give everybody the the, the uh, virus. And it's pretty interesting to see that it's they they actually talked about a nasal spray type thing or something that goes way up into your nasal cavity. So when the coronavirus came out, what's the first thing they had to do? Well, according to the scientists and doctors, if it's so contagious, why do they have to go all the way up into almost your brain cavity to, to find it. To find it, right. And then somebody else was talking, saying, well, they were going to use a mist to give it out. And maybe this is the real, yeah, you're positive. <laughs> you know, and some people, know they probably have, a, you know, a negative, positive, whatever, vibe. But anyway, so so Phil Schneider said 2029, they were going to get 95% of the uh, population down. Just heard about Agenda 30 um, from the U.N., they're trying to make it to where pandemic situations is for the safety of humankind, so you have to do whatever we say, hence the mask, right? Which mm. kind of I get. You don't want the stuff spraying. I get it. Knocks down the big stuff. Right. It kind of made sense before all this, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, you know, the, I just know that I work, I've worked in respiratory uh, situations, and I know that a mask is about 20%. If, if it was something that was going to protect you completely, the scientists working on the coronavirus wouldn't be in full, full bubble suits, full air-purified bubble suits. Right, yeah. So, I mean, you'd probably need your own oxygen tanks and things yeah. like that. So, the, I mean, we're making ourselves feel good. We're, <laughs> we're showing that we're respectful to other people, and we're being told to do this, so we're listening. So every time that we keep being told to do stuff and we follow these orders and these directions... Um, they're just lining us up. It's kind of like where you just keep prodding the cow down a certain path every day into the pen, and then one day you just shift the pen over to where he's going to be butchered. That type of thing. So you, we're being conditioned. This is uh, We're doing this just to put it out there. Everything that we go over is already on the Internet. It's always already been out there. So it's really up to the listener to decide what you want to do, what you want to believe. I'm kind of like a sci-fi nut. I kind of like conspiracy stuff. It's really cool. Um, but I believe in theories. And that's what the whole Deep Dive for Truth theme is all about. We want to find the, the, the uh, theory, the information, dig it. We want to dig it up and find out, what you know, is it plausible? Is it real? Is it something we can do? Right. And it seems like in most situations, there's not that much you can really do <laughs> except for talk about it and... Make sure people are aware, and and that's the other thing. We're aware, we're making people aware and waking them up a little bit. But you know, if if we get the federation to grow as a species, now now we can use the system to say, hey, we want to check it, and we've got a billion people behind us backing us up. The whole point of of us is trying to come together and um, being able to nudge the system to where they recognize us, and we have say. And we will gather the truth and we will dissect it with, with scientists, with people. Yeah, and that reminds me of something you said uh, a little bit earlier today. You were talking about the government and saying how they work for us. We don't work for them. And uh, That's right. Know, we don't, we're not supposed to be bowing down to them. Granted, who knows what actually goes on behind the doors. And Right. And that's the whole thing. If you end up bowing to them and doing their will and their direction and they're not following the rules and they're doing their own thing and their agenda isn't nice, it's a, you're under tyranny and you're under uh, control and <clears throat> it's not a good thing. Right. So, And I don't believe in that. I believe that deep down inside, everybody has a good soul. Everybody has a good heart. And you know what? Their initial intentions, you know, you, you government officials, you government people out there, 95% of you are probably awesome. And you probably, maybe even if you started off a little bit questionable or whatever. It's probably 99%, the 1%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, and they know, but some of, the, some of the people 
that he might have even done something. That, all right, I'm just going to look this over because, you know, it can't be real or whatever. I get it. You, you know, protect your family, protect your, you know, yourselves. But but get that information out there. Think about it. Deeply come to your senses. I know there's good in the world. I know there's good in hearts. MC, I see you're looking at the map here, the the pyramid. Yes. So what we have here is, and we'll, we'll uh, make sure we get that up on the screen. We have on the bottom, it's called Debt Slaves. So your birth, school, labor, taxes, debt, retirement. What comes after retirement, MC? Death. Right. <laughs> so here we are. We're debt slaves. From the time we're born, these are like sheep, right? You are here. Until the time you die, you are here. So what keeps us here in this part of the pyramid? Controls the elites, message to the masses. Who does that? The media. So the news networks and even movies and stuff. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, everything. Yeah. Every, anything and everything that can kind of get us to think and, you know. They're so basically Because we're the media right now, too. Well, that, well that's the thing. is, <laughs> But we're bringing this to light. So yeah. what we'd like to do is use it for good. Yeah. <laughs> And to help people live longer and, and help people be healthier. And same with the academic America uh, and, and throughout the world. The education system is pretty much just, hey, follow the, follow the crowd, follow, follow the situation. We're going to teach you about the governments. We're going to teach you about whatever. And you're going to just follow your country. Um, and that brings us into our government. Our government, uh, secret service, police, military, courts, prisons, and government, they are all set up for society to be safe originally those things are rules to try to make sure that you know we follow certain rules so that way we can not have anarchy not have war death killing all this other stuff but in the process in the wrong hands that stuff could be used or abused and used against us as a whole so that's that's how these these guys are using these same with media like like you said we're in the media we're doing this but they're not controlling us. If if they wanted to, they could come in here and probably say, all right, we'll give you a billion dollars, promote us. Because right. they have trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars. And for a billion dollars, I think you and I might do that. Right. No. <laughs> so MC, we all have a price. That's what everybody says. But you know what? I don't. I'm pretty comfortable, ready, coming up for retirement. I want to live a good age. I want to live. You get, leave my children, your children, and everybody, I want to leave everybody with a better life for the future. I don't want to. I don't want to die in vain, knowing that I could have said something or done something. Again, if they gave me the billion dollars, I would just turn it on. You know, use the system against them. But I don't want that. I don't want them to give me nothing. I want us to be supported by the people, and I want us to have a, a federation of truthers that want the truth, get the truth, and get it out there. So world population control, huh? That's right in the middle of the, the pyramid. Why do you think that is? Is that like a title or is that... Um, That's part of this whole pyramid. So it's between the corporations and right. the other, those three. Right. Those so, government, media, and education. Yeah. So, so like, uh, let's just give an example. Uh, China was really, really getting overpopulated for years, and they ended up doing a one-child rule where you could only have one child. And they went through, as a matter of fact, people wanted boys. For some reason, they you know, these families wanted a boy if they couldn't have one. If you had money and whatever, you could pay to have a second child or whatever. But they went through a period of time where they reduced the number of w women, girls, being born, and uh, their population got so bad that the female population in China, they didn't have enough for the men to eventually, you know, easily find a mate to have a family with. So they actually had to start trying to find from other countries women to bring in because they were actually going to wipe themselves out in a certain percentage. And uh, people, hey... Not everybody wants kids. I get that. But some people want their genealogy or their lifeline to go on. And so they want to have kids. And so when they have kids, great. You know, if you don't, great. You're living your life. But down the road, if you're limited to one child and that child can't find a wife, 
to have a kid or, you know, a girl, let's say they have a girl, can't, you know, there's, you're going to be limited. There's going to be limited, um, growth for this, for your, you know, country or species. So that was all, that was just an example, but there, so this world population control is part of their agenda. They are trying to, um, basically get this agenda 21 rolled out, which starts the year 2021, which is now. And by the year 2029, but we just heard Agenda 30. So things don't always go exactly as planned. Time is kind of fluctuating with them. Especially like if we get enough people in the Federation of Truth to where we can push back and make a difference and and really nudge the system, that might be changed from Agenda 21 to Agenda 25. Or You know what I mean? Like the whole, the whole thing might shift because when we stand up and again, somebody's going to talk about that in a minute. When we stand up to them, uh, they stop and they push back and they go, okay, wait, let's just let it cool down for a while. People will forget and generations will go by and then we'll try it again. You know, in time, people they think that people will forget. So above the world population controls corporations. Now, if you look at these corporations, what do you think? I think those are all my favorite companies. <laughs> <laughs> we have been all conditioned to this. <laughs> these are pretty much like, oh, man. I mean, if you were a NASCAR driver and you had all these sponsors, you'd have the best car in the, <laughs> in the world. Yeah, right? Right. I mean, so um, I have that. I have that. I have, I have that, this. I have that. I have this. I have this. I have this. I have that. I have that. I have that. I have that. Yeah. So you look at this corporations. You look at all the corporations, and um, and we have that. <laughs> They're all part of the system, but they're only they're only just above world population control. They're on top. So they're so. If they wanted to, like let's just say GMOs, GMOs were brought in, and I really believe this. This is what I was taught growing up: is uh, genetically modified organisms, food, made made oranges bigger, made tomatoes bigger, made cucumbers bigger, made fish bigger, made all these things bigger because our population was growing, so we could feed more people, right, and yeah. take care of our our food supply problem. Mm-hmm. And I was all for it. I was like, man, you know what? That's a great idea. I'm going to get GMO stuff. I'm going to get GMO stuff, and I'm not, you know, this. let's promote it. And I was I was actually more than willing to go out there and say, yeah, come on, guys. Let's, let's help the world hunger stop. You know, let's help human humankind. And then uh, you find out that they were actually trying to genetically modify us. Why? Because if they can quietly, over time change your sperm rate, uh, turn women infertile, make you ill, have cancers or or diseases and die. It helps that whole world population control situation. Right. So it's kind of tied in there. But uh, so... so Did you... um, Have you heard about the first, like, 3D printed hamburger or something like that? No. Someone... Was it real? I think some. Yeah, they got. Was it made with like soybeans or something? I don't know. I don't. Fr- I I can't remember exactly what what I've it heard, was. I've heard of the veggie burger. What do you think of that veggie burger? Oh, I have you had it? No, no <laughs> neither, neither have I. I mean, <laughs> but I mean, it's uh, it doesn't make sense, but it does, I guess, in a way. If I, you, I don't know what materials they used for it, but that's it's kind of creepy. And who would want that? Who well, would want to eat you that? know, <laughs> uh, maybe if they're making it out of. Um, healthy foods part or particles, you yeah. know. I mean, I just, I mean, I've heard like <laughs> the Chinese would change out real rice with plastic rice that was actually digestible into the system, and you really couldn't tell. And but when it was being digested down, you do know that plastic is made out of carbon, oil, oil, yeah, and that oil is to humans carcinogenic which is cancer cut. Right. So same with bottled water. You're drinking potentially, you know, plastics giving off some of that oil, you know. Um, So, (laughs) yeah, I'm going to drink it because I drink this stuff, I drink the other stuff, and you know what? I'm going to live. But my point is is that... And you're going to die. I'm going to (laughs) die. Yeah. um, Hopefully later. Hopefully uh, the big man will look after me. But um, the whole point is is that when you start messing with people's food, it affects 
your internals. And when you take affect genetics, that could actually um, hurt mankind too. These corporations and food and um, you know how genetic genetically modified any any type of food change can affect human beings and make you unhealthy. But I really believed that it would make us you know would be better off for the human species. I really did. Uh, now my mind's kind of changed, kind of up in the air about that. I mean, if they can do it without um, changing us, I'd be all for it. Yeah, there's two sides to every coin. Yeah. yeah. So the goodness is what I was hoping for. I'm kind of believing it's not, and because of what I've learned. Um, again, it's what I believe. Whatever you guys want to believe, that's cool. But you need to know. At least you, if if you get this information, at least you can make up your mind. Above the corporations, it's called world resource control. Now, so basically, these corporations are what gives out resources. Think about it. You know, all these companies here are giving out their food products, their fuel products, or even financial assistance monetarily, you know, helping people be so they can buy stuff. So basically, so the next right above them is world resource control, which is saying, hey, and it's coming from all the way from the top. They're saying, hey, we're going to uh, release this over here. We're going to give that over there. What what do these people need? Well, are they doing what we say? Are they part of the team? Are they listening or whatever? Oh, they're not? Well, let's just hold back on, you know, whatever. Let's raise the interest rates. Let's do this. Let's do that. And uh, so it makes it, you know, a little more. It, it's funny how a gallon of gas here, Versus a gallon of gas there, you can find 20, 30 cent differences, you know, depending on where you're at and what's going on. And, yeah, some, some of it's the owners of the small shops, I mean the gas stations or whatever. But some of it is based on location location and who's, who's, bu- who's buying it, where. Where, who's, yeah, they're, they're following all that. And people don't think that it's possible, but. It's very easy to trace transactions, monies, ideas, everything that's on the internet, everything that's on the chips in your cards, uh, the chips in your vehicles, phones, phones, everything. Yep. So above that world resource uh, resource control, we got <clears throat> tax revenue, central banks, interest revenue. So this is the money people. So the money people will basically decide where to send the world resources financially so these guys handle the money so these guys are the guys just dishing it out to where it's got to go above them you got world financial control the world financial control is your investment funds your stocks your banking all those guys they ultimately have the control to say hey we've got these tax revenue over here we we could use this money here Central banks, uh, we can get lower interest rates. We can loan out more money to here. Uh, in, and interest revenues, hey, we made all this money on interest. We can do this over there. So all these guys here. But they they are underneath uh, the think tanks. So the think tanks are listed as the United Nations, which are part of the whole New World Order. Bilderberg Group, which is... Uh, a group of the richest people in the world coming together to decide what's going on. And the Council on Foreign, Rela- Foreign Relations. So rumor has it that the Council of Foreign Relations is actually <clears throat> running alongside our government, like equal to, but telling our government what to do and what's going on. So, we're, uh, you know, the United States isn't, and it's probably... Throughout the whole world, every every country is probably being told and controlled by these things. And if you don't go get with the system, you don't get paid. You don't get you get taken out. You something happens. You know, what is it called? You die naturally. Yeah, and a <laughs> tragic accident. Yeah, you know, the brakes failed. You know, something. Yeah. Peacefully in your sleep. Yeah. <laughs> So then above them is your powerful subfamilies. Now, the powerful subfamilies are the Rockefellers, uh, Gates, Bezos, you know, those guys that get into those positions. Um, and they, they get into those positions, believe it or not, because they come up with something and, and uh, somebody up above says, hey, we're going to do this for you. You're going to do this for us. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And then everybody goes, okay, well, those guys have got to be the richest people in the world. 
They're not. So above them is the Committee of 300. The Committee of 300 are the world's richest and most powerful sub-families. So these guys are above the people that you know. The Committee of 300, they're the richest sub-families. Now think about that. You know about Bill Gates, right? Yeah. You know about Bezos. Yeah. You know about, uh, who's the guy that, Zuckerberg? Yeah. <laughs> so here we know about those guys, but there are sub-families that are so much more richer than them. That you don't know. Do you know? No. No? I thought the Rockefellers and those guys no. were them. No. no. Well, Rockefellers was one of the ones that are probably up in closer to that area. Might even be in that area. But because they're older. But these guys are, there's, so there's families here that go back so far, so much further. And we'll, we'll talk about that on a different episode. So um, on this New World Order deep dives and this whole, uh, going through this whole pyramid, we're going to start picking apart, going through, listening to people and, and uh, basically telling about what's happening here all the way up. So above the Committee of 300, there is the Council of 13, the world's richest and most powerful families. The Council of 13 are the rulers of the world monetarily. And if they're monetarily rulers of the world, they, they control all this. Right down to who? <laughs> and I assume it doesn't matter... When you're that when you're that high, it doesn't matter what country you're from, no, the world's what your, language you speak, or no, the world's yours. Yeah. So nobody's gonna stop those guys. They've got. So think about this. Think about every government's working for you. You go anywhere, and somebody gives you a hard time. Your go- whole go- that whole government will be there to protect you to do whatever. Yeah. So these guys are like the kings of the world can go anywhere you want over everything yes there's nothing restricting the 13 council of 13 and so anyway we're going to go through the steps in the next bunch of episodes so but i just wanted to go over that real quick as to where we're heading and uh you know again if the new world order throws a billion our way We'll put it to good use. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I'd rather get the billion. I mean, there's 8 billion people in the world. Come to our website and throw us a bucket of mission. You know, I get 8 billion that way. And then guess what? I'm going to, I'm going to help the human race. We're going to, we're going to push back. But anyway, um, that's not why I'm doing this. I'm doing this to get the word out. And uh, if I can use a system, we'll do that. So. Let's go here. Uh, basically, this is uh, Jesse Ventura's uh, conspiracy theories. This guy is Daniel Estelin, and he f- started digging and fighting and doing this years ago. This was probably in the 80s or early 90s. Uh- New York City. A man named Daniel Estelin reached out to us. He said he wanted to meet me at a hotel in Times Square. That he'd gotten inside some secret group that ruled the world. Now we've heard all that kind of talk before, but he said this one is real, the Bilderberg group. What are we talking about here? The center of this conspiracy is this people people call the Bilderberg is more powerful than any nation on Earth destined to control the necessity of the planet. Where did the name come from? The Bilderberg group, or Bilderberg Club, the same hotel in the Netherlands on the outskirts of Amsterdam, and that's where they met for the first time in 1954. Since the Bilderberg group first met, the exact purpose of the talks has never been fully explained. The delegates meet in secret for three days of discussions, but nothing they talk about is ever revealed afterwards. People who attend Bilderberg are the most powerful leaders of every European and North American nation. Wendell said representatives of royalty, representatives of European Parliament, European Commissioners, President of the Central European Central Bank, the World Bank, International Monetary Fund, Federal Reserve, top 50 CEOs of the world's most powerful corporations. And they're joined by the leading lights of the world mainstream media, Washington Post, New York Times, Time Magazine, Newsweek, Economist, the Wall Street Journal, which is one of the reasons, again, most people have never heard of the Bilderberg.
Estelin should know what he's talking about. He spent years researching the Bilderberg Group and following them, too. Every year, when they meet in a different city, he's outside taking photos and taking down names. Usually every three years they meet in the United States, and uh, the rest of the time they meet in Europe. The hotels that they book, they're five-star luxury hotels. The way it works is 120 people, they break into six groups of 20, and they look at each issue in the morning sessions from different perspectives. And then in the afternoon, each perspective reached by a group is discussed on a general level. And then a consensus is reached. 120 people control the world. 120 people. They're the ones hashing out the plans. But Daniel Estelin says it's a lot more complicated than that. The inner circle of the Bilderbergs has been around for centuries. I'm telling you about 50-60% of the participants have absolutely no idea that there's a very organized structure that goes back centuries. When did it start? I found that what's today called Bilderberg 800 years ago already existed. It was called the Venetian Black Nobility right after the Fourth Crusade. Now, the majority of them already have great wealth. Am I correct in saying that? Well, wealth is only as useful as the power you actually wield with it. And if I believe Estelin, I've got to believe they've got bad intentions. Real bad. It's to control the air, control the sun, control the people. You're talking about the control of absolutely everything on the planet. These are the people who actually control the purse strings. When you control the purse strings, you control the world. Estelin matched up dates with Bilderberg meetings. He said the group agreed on the date for the invasion of Iraq. He set oil prices, caused the world economic crash. Heck, he claims that they even gave Barack Obama their blessing to run for president. And Obama and Hillary Clinton did attend the Bilderberg meeting in Virginia in 2008. Daniel, if the Bilderbergs are successful and they create this one-world government-type scenario, how does that affect John Q, the everyday citizen? When you have all these regions merging into one, you're going to have a world constitution, which is going to take precedence of American constitution. So, Daniel, the Bilderbergs are out to destroy the sovereignty of the United States of America. We're like the last bastion left. It's the last beacon of hope we have. Taking our freedoms? I thought that was bad enough. But Estelin said it doesn't end there. We Americans aren't only too independent. The Bilderbergs think there's too many of us to control. So they want to start eliminating people. People like you and me. Needless to say, the people who control the world, they don't need 7 billion people. They just need enough people to work the fields as they did 700 years ago. So in a society like the American society, if you actually have growth, if you actually have progress, you're creating something for future generations. Which is what the Bilderbergs are trying to destroy. Exactly. Estelin gives Jesse Ventura more than enough to investigate. But he also leaves him with a warning. Back in 1996, they tried to kill me when we exposed their plans. Wait, from wait, Canada. Wait, they tried to kill you? Someone attempted to murder you? Absolutely. Obviously, I have to be very, very careful what I do and how I do things, and there's always concern for the family. All right, so there's a guy that did some digging. He's doing his own deep dive. Yeah, he's doing his own deep dive, and uh, they went after him. But you see, those guys, see, those guys actually are, um, how do you say it? They're going for it for real. They're going right at them. You know, I'm just repeating what they're saying and like, hey, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it as a theory. So here you got a, a guy that just brought this all up. He um, pretty much said that the Bilderberg group, which is on the list, it's up there. It's not all the way up, which we'll get to, but was a real thing. And so let's go to the next guy. Keep the grounds clean and perhaps accidentally over here about Bill Briggs and each other say, Well, we're out. They, they got me. They say we're not secret with private. They're national financiers, high officials, including heads of state in Europe, high officials of our State Department, Treasury Department, Police Department, and the White House. Attendees meet on the vow of secrecy 
This is a violation of the Logan Act. Jim Tucker got himself another scoop when he realized that the U.S. officials who wheel and deal with the Bilderbergs violate federal law, a law that forbids unauthorized citizens from negotiating with foreign governments. John Ronson got an even bigger scoop when he got a Bilderberger bigwig to admit some pretty shocking plans. Conspiracy theorists say Bilderberg's all about creating a sinister one world order, a world government. And I once interviewed one of the founders of the Bilderberg group, an old called Dennis Healy. And he said, to say that we were striving for a one world government is exaggerated but not wholly unfair. Exaggerated but not totally unfair in the sense that Ludovic and Bilderberg really felt that we couldn't go on forever fighting one another for nothing and uh, killing people and rendering millions homeless. What is it that they are hiding? So he says it's might be exaggerated, but not totally unfair to say that they want to rule the world. Right. I mean, what he said afterwards was kind of inspiring, actually. I mean, a little bit like he said, we can't keep fighting one another. And Right. Well, he was talking about the families. and the, the So what was happening was they were dividing up into countries and groups and f- trying to overtake each other and they knew that that, that was n- not going to be helpful to the families, the richest people in the world, that that they were not going to ever rule the world. So they had to stop. They're not talking about us as in people fighting each other. He was talking about themselves or warring against each other and that's what brought them together to where they say, hey, let's just make this a one world government. Which... So it's funny because I thought the same thing. I was like, well, that's cool. They don't want wars. They don't want death. And that's not what he's saying. He's saying they couldn't fight each other forever. The people within the families that was all splintered up and trying to gain more power and control. So, yeah, instead of trying to beat each other, join each other. Right. Let's go ahead and listen to how it's going to be done. Alex Jones, and he told me one of the main objectives of the Bilderbergs Get this, depopulation of the world, cutting down the masses. And how does he say they're going to do it? I got information that they're actually poisoning the world's food supply. Yeah, and what about medicine? Poisoning the medicine, too? If they are as powerful as we've been led to believe, then they'd have access to the medicine. They'd be able to do it. You're saying a lot more. They're not just a secret society. They'd be mass murderers. Look, if you go back to recent history, it's full of famines and disasters and plagues and all kinds of things that suddenly just pop out of nowhere. Basically, people, Alex Jones looked me right in the eye and said they're out to kill me. She catches up with David Icke. The writer and lecturer has spent decades researching who really runs the world. He has no doubt that a global death plot is in the works. This has been in the agenda for a long time. They control the media, they control the politics, they control the pharmaceutical cartel and the other corporations. They control the political parties that can run the governments. There's one thing they don't have, numbers. Global population is now 7 billion. They want to dramatically reduce the population so that for their point of view, they have a population number they can handle because they can't handle this one. And this is why it's so important for people to understand this. David Icke gets down to specifics. How the murders will take place. The idea is to target the human immune system. There is a war on the human immune system through food additives and additives to drink. All of them are chemically targeting the human immune system. The food. Where do you want me to go next? Within the hour. June is told to head to Santa Cruz, California. Dr. Stanley Monteith is waiting. He's an authority on the world's food supply, where it comes from, and what's added to it. Dr. Monteith is well aware of the Bilderberg Group. Dr. Monteith. 
Good to see you. Good to see you. Now, I've just been talking to David Ike, and he says there's a lot of concern about our food supply. There's a very good reason. We'd be glad to talk to you about it. Thank Come you. right on in. So, Dr. Monteith, what makes you so certain that our food supply is being poisoned? Well, because of the things that they're putting in the food supply that are poisonous. Aspartame is a poison. The officials at the Federal Drug Administration tried to keep the product out of our food supply because extensive studies that showed what it could do. What exactly is aspartame? Aspartame is a chemical. Uh, it's made of aspartic acid and phenylamyl. And it breaks down into, into formaldehyde, eventually into wood alcohol. And it produces all sorts of problems, mental problems, and it impacts on literally every organ in the body. And they know this, and there are extensive animal studies that show this, and it never should have been put into our food. June's prepared to be surprised, but not for what's about to come. And so... You're saying it's available in most prepared foods? Well, in many prepared foods, especially baby food. They're poisoning our children. These are wicked and evil people. Because every day we drink water, and they fluoridate the water in about 68% of our cities. And 90% of them use something called hydrofluorosilicic acid, which is a product they get it out of the chimneys of plants that produce fertilizer. Hydrofluorosilicic acid is so toxic, you can't put it into a toxic dump without paying a great deal of money. They will not allow you to put it into a river because it contaminates the river. So they put it into our drinking water to poison our people. And they know what they're doing because fluoride limits fertility. Just as aspartame limits fertility, I'm talking to you, look a little amazed. Could this really be going on? Yes, they're poisoning our people. So, Dr. Montes, you think all of this is part of population? Yes, this is not an imaginary battle. It is very real. Is it just in the United States or is it in the world? Oh, throughout the world. You don't get the truth off of the media in the United States today because they're all controlled by the Bilderbergers and this network of very wealthy people who have a different agenda for the world, and they believe in population control. You mentioned the Bilderbergs. Yes. And then there are myriad of other organizations that most people have never heard of that all have the same basis. Business has to do with globalism. So how many people do you think they want to take off the planet? What is the ideal figure they try Well, to they talk about 500 million that they're going to allow to remain alive. Now, where does that figure come from? Yes. Well, you can go to Elbridge in Georgia, and there's a great monument there. It's called the American Stonehenge of the Georgia Guidestones. The American Stonehenge, a mysterious man who called himself R.C. Christian, commissioned a local company to build it. Then he disappeared leaving behind six granite slabs and a message repeated in eight languages. It says in part, let all nations resolve disputes in a world court, unite humanity with a new language, and maintain humanity under 500 million. Under 500 million. Some may dispute the figure, but the chilling message is literally written in stone. That monument says 500 million. That's where it says. There's really for this because it's really for humanity. But there are many other figures that mentioned getting the population down and even lower figures. That is what's really behind it. But of course, most people will simply look at what's going on and they'll say, well, they're doing this for money. And maybe that is part of the agenda. But they also realize that they are working to destroy civilizations we know. Dr. Monteith is not through yet. He adds one more piece of information, vital information. And you must understand, it's not just the food. It's the medicine as well. They're withholding the medicine? The medicine. All right, so we're going down this road. So you can see that we were talking about the GMO foods and whatnot, putting stuff in the foods, and then they're also putting stuff in the medicines. That, that's, that's part of what's coming. Interesting stuff. We're just uh, on the tip of the iceberg or pyramid. We're actually at the bottom, working our way up. But we're listening to people that have a lot of information, 
and we're going to um, keep uh, digging down. We got Alex Jones coming up uh, on some interviews here coming up. We got David Ike. The the girl talked about David Ike with uh, some of the um, food proce- processing. And then we got the doctor that talked about uh, them using a spray or something into your nasal cavity to give us the virus and viruses. So that that's going to be on our next episode. Awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. That sounds so, super interesting. Yeah. So we're going to definitely um, go deeper. We're going to uh, add deep dives later. So we're going to try to keep you guys on board as much as we can, do a separate episode deep dive, and then uh, we'll just we'll just put these out there, these new episodes. So the next episode will be like, it'll be episode six, but it'll kind of be like episode five. B. Continuation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to keep continuing New World Order. Episode five. Uh, next one might be whatever we're going to really hammer out, vaccines or whatever. We'll we'll uh, we'll name them as we go. But yeah, we're going to keep going from there. Again, deep dive for truth team. Thanks for listening. Uh, uh, thanks for watching. YouTube, awesome. Anchor, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Apple Podcast, Rocket Podcast, Twitch TV. We're gonna just keep going, keep going, keep going, and. Uh, I'm glad to see that we're in 11 countries that are looking at it. In the United States, man, we're, I think we're in like 20-something states or 30 states that people are just starting to listen to. So it's fun. We're yeah. having fun. I'm, really seeing, cool. I'm seeing reaction. Uh, the audience is growing. And um, real quick, Queensryche, I sent out a signal, Silent Lucidity. Make sure you listen to that song. Listen to the words. It's a signal in there. Um, I just wanted to make sure you guys realize that they put symbols on these shirts for a reason. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, Interesting. I don't even know. So if you know, yeah. let me know in the comments. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let us know. And uh, so what are some of the other things that we could put out there? Uh, Patreon, make sure you you know join us on Patreon. What is Patreon again? What do they get? Uh, so the Patreon, they, they get the regular episode with the deep dives built in. So I know, but we still have the old ones. All the alien stuff has all those deep dives that nobody, you know, unless you go there, you get to hear the background of the alien agendas. So it's kind of cool that you can go there and do that. Now, again, we're going to have our deep dives for these, but we're going to put them on Patreon. So uh, become a patron. And then our website, support us with a dollar. If you can't, just like us. Keep keep listening to us. Support us um, by listening um, but go on and support us with a dollar. We'll go on a mission. We'll get we'll get uh, DDI and MC on the mic and myself. And maybe we'll get a couple of the uh, military guys to go with us, and we'll go hunt down some stuff. Uh, the missions are posted on the website. If you become a, a truth ambassador and join the Federation of Truth, you know you're in. And then as you rise up in that level, and you get to the higher level, um, those guys are the ones that get to vote on missions and what's going to happen and where to go. And it's kind of cool. Uh, so, uh, entry level is simple and easy. It's a one-time donation. Get in there, and uh, you guys, we're working on. You're gonna give you a pretty cool gift, so you're part of the team. And then once we get a billion people on board, everybody that's got a you know shirt, a hat, whatever, they got the symbol. You guys will be like, all right, you know what's going on. You know what's going on, and we're part of the same human race, the same species, and uh, we can definitely do this. So thanks, MC on the mic. This is Big T for Truth. Yeah, this is MC. Definitely a good time uh, going over this. And uh, until the next episode, peace. Talk to you later.